It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. All of the people who suggest that Biden should step aside because they want the Democrats to win are basing that strategy on the notion that Joe Biden is just too old. And the notion that Joe Biden is too old is based on a complete and utter misunderstanding of the work of the presidency. The job is to make decisions, not speeches. History writes about the decisions. That's what matters. Oh, God. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, I had there. a long, steamy oh. night with Lawrence O'Donnell. Does he know oh. this? What does the lovely oh. and talented Mrs. O'Donnell think oh. of this? Who cares? Hey, listen. <laughs> Speaking of beloved, you know how I caught this, Jody? How? By the way, Jody Hamilton. I just shot her blood pressure through the moon because I asked for all these sound bites. I, I've been there, this Jody. This morning. I've been there. I know you have. I've I know you there. have. She, can I just say, Jody Hamilton rarely barks at me in her uh, Carol <laughs> Burnett in Eunice. Right register but uh-huh. she's like she's like it's fine mama it's fine i got it wow. <laughs> i got it mama i got it and i'm over here like ken berry like <laughs> venting you're venting you're yeah. way over there <laughs> we have two more and you know why because of our kelly house our fantastic beloved listeners. i thought you said r kelly r kelly that, that, we don't like r kelly, r. kelly. no no not that. no kelly house <laughs> yeah. in north carolina okay i because you know my insomnia i go to because you know this I'm like, a, it's like a baby monitor, Twitter. You are? Yeah. First of all, that's the only thing Twitter's good for anymore is tweeting back and forth with Mark Hamill, which I did. Don't you have And I did. We got into number? the pastry debate and I did say, these are not the scones you've been looking for. I did oh. do that. Well, well, I did do that. I did. Stephanie. Yes, I did. Okay. That's not important now. Let's move on. <laughs> so I sleep and then I wake up and then I, you know. And then you sleep. You're up. Twitter and threads and I watch a movie and some dumb rom-com and whatever. But I, I kind of do the same thing, Because, actually. you know, oh they God. air on the East Coast. So I was, anyway, Kelly gave me a heads up about Lawrence early enough so I could watch it live here at 10, right? I was, baby was back up being colicky. Isn't huh. he on at 7 locally? Which yeah, is but 10, they, yeah. they re-air they it re-air at 10. It. At 10, yeah. 10, yeah. 10. yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, I urge you, watch Lawrence O'Donnell. It's his first whole half hour. I urge you to watch it. I swear, Chris, because you know he listens. I know he I does. I think he listened to Carlos Hi, yesterday. O'Donnell. And talking about we need a plan B, Biden or whatever, that I screamed at him about. You know, we're family. We fight. Well, sure. Okay. She just screamed at me as Eunice this morning. I Mama, know. just stop it. Kelly said, uh, subject line, hi, Mama, did you see your honey, Lawrence, uh, take down John Stewart? Um, yes. First of all, he is my honey. He is. Thank you, Kelly. But she said, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell uh, t- took the spent the first 26 minutes of his show with no guests, but spoke of facts about Biden and the Dems and money and how there is no plan B. And he clocked John Stewart saying, is there film of that? Speaking about, because Stewart had said, oh, if he's so able and everybody says so, is there, did anyone there film is. that? And Lawrence just made the good point that, and by the way, he was respectful of John Stewart and uh, Urza Klein, as we Urza. call him. He wasn't attacking them personally. No. He was just, I was saying not many people know the mechanics of governing like Lawrence O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. He has been literally in the room where it happens, mm-hmm. in the Oval Office, in the Senate. Um mm-hmm. 
So anyway, uh, saying is there film of that? Speaking of how if Joe is so able, where is that film? He spoke of behind the scenes at the White House and how we don't won't see things that are going on. This is how Eric Bowler would like it uh, done. Speak the GD truth. Love the show. Jody and Chris and you are a match made in skanky heaven that skanky? we cannot live without. Thanks for keeping, wait, 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 keeping wait. real. Wait, we're skanky? Apparently. I'm kind of the Kelly farthest. has just given, wrote us a love letter in which we are called skanks. I'm kind of the farthest thing from a skank. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't been it. skanky in years. Yeah. I'll own yeah, it. Yeah, I, I might have been skanky in my 20s. I'm skanky about, you know, fictionally, like about and so Donald. Okay, got it. Who I have no actual sexual relationship I with. I think I was skanky in my 20s. Yeah. I'm a fictional skank. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> hmm. I'm a I'm a skank biscuit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Anyway. Stephanie Miller. Why don't you dip yourself in flour and make a skank biscuit? There you go. Well, apparently I have, according to Kelly. Yeah. Uh, weren't you anyway. skanky for, like, Donny Osmond as well? Yes. Before you came but, out? I mean, skanky, this definition is I got to sing yo-yo with him and then, you know, drooled all over him and, and Bobby stuff. Sherman? Yeah. <gasps> Bobby Sherman. Yeah, but again, fictional. Fictional skankiness. I never actually... I you, did meet Donny and sing yo-yo with him. Right. I, I you went on a date with Greg Brady. Well... That Did was, you really? That was yes. It was a setup date by Disney to try and hide your lesbianism. I believe so. Yes. <laughs> Here's a story of a little lezzy. Did he know? Who got her own late night show? And then the Brady movie was coming out, so they were like, "Oh, this will be a great date to the Emmys. She'll get publicity." And that was a great help to the show, wasn't it? Chris? It lasted oh. eleven weeks with you. <laughs> twelve. Oh. Yeah, but and then and twelve. Then so- and then someone from the Partridge family came in. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of weird. See, it would have been better if Barry had come in. <laughs> it would been better if they gave the show to Alice from no, the Brady Bunch. Yes, Ambie Andy Davis? Yeah. Or Maureen? Uh, Anybody. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Exactly. She gets all the late night shows. Yes. <laughs> wow. I was excited was when she followed me on Twitter. Oh, my God. That when Maureen McCormick started following me, I got so excited. She kind of followed everybody. She was like Tate Diggs there for a while. Like, you know, no, must you harsh everyone's buzz? I know! Can't you I let you pop talk? Cody has had a long morning. Can't you give her a moment of joy, you big He's had a bad morning, buzz too. Kill? I had a bad morning, too. Oh, you had to ride your bike uphill. Both ways. 40 miles in the snow. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. At least it wasn't raining. Could be worse. Could be raining. It wasn't raining. So <laughs> I can help good. you with that hump. What hump? And Lonnie gave him Pop-Tarts I that are iced. I have frosted Pop-Tarts. Oh. Oh, frosting. Ugh. There you go. Yes, Mark Hamill has chimed in on Twitter. He said, uh, where do you stand on uh, Toaster Strudel? And I said, I am against, I am against, uh, I am anti-pastry of any kind, and this is the sugary hill I'm, uh, I, I shall die on. I'm with Don't you. even get me started on scones. These are not the scones you're looking for. <laughs> I'll see myself out. I can't believe you said that to him. That's funny, though. Yeah. He can't get enough of that humor. Oh, yeah, he hasn't. <laughs> Just like Mr. Reiner can't get enough of Meathead. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh loves it. Loves it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, great American patriot, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. He just was pointing out, you know, the facts, just that it is way too late. You know, yeah. he was, I think he talked about money, right? He said, like, he said, first of all, people don't have it. I guess Gavin Newsom is the name that's mentioned yeah, the most and often. Raising the money. And we love Gavin Newsom out here. But he said he would literally leave the convention in August with zero money right. available right. to can- I mean, this would be a disaster of 1968 proportions. Yes. And trust me, I do feel like this isn't anything happens year. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know there's going to be. 
you know, free Palestine protests and, oh, God forbid, things turn violent at the convention, like in Chicago in 1968. And, of course, we lost in a, in a, a landslide, mm-hmm. right? That's how Nixon won. They said, it, Lawrence was talking about Nixon was watching the convention. And that's smiled. when he knew he was going to win. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, anyway, I'm just like, that's what I keep saying, is that's what they love for us to do, is get rid of our... And he was, Lawrence talked about polling. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, you won't see it anywhere, but... Because, you know, all polling is bull at this point, Chris, unless, of course, Biden's ahead, and then I'll mention it. Exactly. Okay, there's a new poll. He's ahead by four points. I saw that. Quinnipiac. Yes. But anyway, there's no polling. They were saying there's one poll that shows Newsom or Kamala Harris losing to Trump by a lot more. There is yeah. nobody. When you say, they oh, someone else. Exactly. We're going to just put someone right. else. It, it, you know, he was talking about they'd have zero money. First of all, it's hugely disrespectful to Kamala Harris to just I go agree. right to, oh, let's put Gavin Newsom in. Like, she doesn't exist. I agree. And, like, you're not going to piss off black ladies, you know, that that is our base. I mean, it, it's. Oh, by the way, did you see Fox News said black people are going to vote for Trump now because they like sneakers? Yeah, yeah, that's not horribly racist. Okay, um, where was I? I like sneakers. I'm not going to vote for. Yes, Trump. you do. You have fantastic high tops. He has yellow, bright yellow. He has bright red. Did you see the gold diapers? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me some more. Lawrence O'Donnell. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Okay. Twenty. Yes. Thank I you, mentioned Eunice. that Joe Biden's at a fundraiser tonight, where he is crushing Donald Trump in the fundraising competition. The latest campaign finance reports show that the Biden-Harris re-election campaign has $56 million on hand at the end of January, while the Trump campaign had only $30 million on hand. President Biden's also raising money with and for the Democratic National Committee, which has $24 million on hand at the end of January. The Republican National Committee has $8 million. So there's yeah, that. There's that. Uh, but anyway, again, that I think people don't know the mechanics, that, that it is way too late in August to start a campaign. Yeah. So one last one, Lawrence O'Donnell. Here's the part of the story that no one who has said Joe Biden should drop out or has written that Joe Biden should drop out has ever mentioned that every other Democrat whose name shows up in these articles as a substitute for Joe Biden as the Democratic nominee, has raised exactly zero money for a presidential campaign. Yeah. See, I um, mean, that's yeah. all and that And then matters. he just talks about that people don't understand the mechanics of what happens with the delegates. and ha- I mean, it, it would seriously be a, a disaster. A cluster? Yes. And so, anyway, but I, you know, I think he just made a great, he talked about, um, who was it, uh, Roosevelt, who was dying, literally mm-hmm. in office. Like, he was saying a lot of presidencies wouldn't have, wouldn't have FDR. survived. Yeah. FDR. yeah, sorry. But wouldn't have survived televised presidencies. Oh, God, no. like You know, because I, I think he was saying Urza's. Urza? I'm just going to stick with Urza Klein. Okay. Until he I'm sure he acts loves right, that. Until he acts right. Do you want me to book him? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on this show before. Oh, no, I love it. No, and Lawrence was very respectful of him. Yeah. He just disagrees. First of all, I, I don't get it because as we basically talked about what a great president Joe yeah. Biden is and all he's accomplished. But it, literally, it's that. It's the optics coverage. But he seems old. And this is a, a televised age. You know, and it, it's like, I can't believe 91 felonies. Nobody's asking Trump to step down. Really, media? You don't think he, he might? There might be some reason. I don't know. Call me crazy. <laughs> Maybe a rapist ought to step down for some reason. I don't know what. I'll think of it. That's It'll cuckoo. come to me. That's cuckoo. But anyway, yeah. No, he was. But anyway, so he wasn't attacking, you know, John or, or uh, Urza. He was just saying, you know, <laughs> 
again, I, none of that was filmed. Everything was melted in World War II. None of, he said the actual governing is never filmed. He talked about a, no, a time in the Oval Office with Bill Clinton who made a split-second really good decision. He's like, none of that is ever filmed. He said only the theater is filmed, you right. know, and so... That's part of it. Is that you know we want our president to perform for us. You know I don't need a minstrel. I and I'm just I'm totally with Mary Trump on this. She's <laughs> doubling down her criticism of John Stewart's monologue, um, it, because he came after her. Then you know this past week. Uh, she argued that uh, Stewart took a swing at her and missed. She said, I criticized him for erroneously elevating my uncle by claiming we're not suggesting neither man is vibrant, productive, or even capable. Any honest, objective person knows this is completely false and the kind of both sidesisms I was calling out. I find it dangerous, she said, coming from an incredibly influential public figure because it leads to voter apathy. That was the point I said. Him saying, oh, these two old guys, nobody cares. <laughs> you know, he is very influential. And I I love John. I, st- I don't know if you know this, Chris. Mm-hmm. Here's a fun fact. I John and I uh, co-hosted the original version of The Daily Show for a couple of times when they were, like, you know, developing it back in the day. I didn't see so that. So I will Where stipulate is video? he is someone that became uh, wildly more successful than I am. So it's not jealousy. I'm not at all. Happy for him. Was this like before, <laughs> just disagreed before they brought on Craig Kilborn? He was the first. It was something. It was called something else. Okay, I can't remember. I have because uh, Kilborn. Do you want me to go first. find my Kilborn. old VHS tapes? I would yes. love that. Okay. I would. Oh I have God. a VHS player. You need to put that on YouTube if you. I if can. You have I it. remember. I used it. a clip of it. We were. <laughs> I was pretending I was shooting him with a spitball. I went, <laughs> and he did a funny, very funny. Ow! was funny. Would he remember that? No. Oh God. Would he remember you? Oh yeah, because hardly anything else has happened in his career since then. He saves animals. <laughs> um, anyway. I want the tape of that because I have a VHS player and I can digitize from it. Anyway, Mary said it leads to apathy, which is unconscionable, which is unacceptable in an election year when one side threatens to eliminate our democracy and the other seeks to strengthen it. Um, she said she was surprised to be living rent-free in Stewart's head, that he even felt the need to respond to her public criticism of his monologue. Um, she argued Stewart pretended uh, my objection to his comment was that he had made a comment at all before listing what he got wrong, mischaracterizing her point, insinuating that she couldn't take a joke and downplaying his supposed influence on voters. Um, yeah, he seemed to me very defensive just in the clip I saw and not maybe understanding why people are so sensitive like Mary Trump. That just I'd book the, her. Pardon me? I would book her on his show. Yes, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, that would be a great idea. Um, but anyway, so I just, I thought, I just wanted to give a shout out to my Lawrence. I think he just sort of highlighted why and I just keep saying, if anyone should know the both sides of 11 responders, he did great work. Mm-hmm. It's Republicans. It's Republicans that block everything. And by the way, I agree he, with... You know what? He's been a both sides do it ever since he got in that fight with, um, with yeah. Paul Begala and... Yeah. Who yeah. was the other guy yeah. on Crossfire? I forget. Tucker Carlson. Was it Tucker Carlson? <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. Okay. And he calls him a D now. Yeah. 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 So he's obviously right about a lot of stuff, but Tucker Carlson is an enormous But he D. called out uh, Paul Begala in that same in that same thing. And I don't agree no, with that. No, we love Paul Begala. We, we love Paul Begala. Ever since he said Ari Fleischer needs to find a salad bar. Okay. Yes, I just agree with Dan Goldman real quick. Uh, he tweeted, DOJ must investigate whether uh, whether and when Grassley, Comer, or Jordan knew that Smirnoff was spreading Russian disinformation. But now that it's public, Comer and Jordan clearly will be conspiring with Putin to interfere in the election if they continue with this bogus impeachment. Um, thank you. And by the way, to Mary Trump's and Lawrence O'Donnell's point, this whole story was on page 16. Yeah, the, and there were, That's I, a problem. I think, four stories somewhere in the front page about something, something, Biden old... So, okay. Look alive, mainstream media. Here we go. 
Stephanie Miller. Why don't you dip yourself in flour and make a skank biscuit? Stephanie Miller. Malcolm Man is coming up. <laughs> True! Malcolm Man. You can only hear jingles. <laughs> Carl Frisch, Dr. Redletter, Malcolm Nance, and Dana Goldberg all on the big uh, Thursday show, right? It's huge. And, of course, Chris Lavoy getting things wrong. Who said the notion that Joe Biden is too old is based on a complete and utter misunderstanding of the work of the presidency? The job is to make decisions, not speeches. History writes about the decisions. That's what matters. Who said that? Twinkie the Kid. No, we just played. It was Lawrence O'Donnell. Oh. Can I just reaffirm my love for Ellie Mistal, who we just had on? Yeah. He tweeted, I simply do not care about Biden's age for two objective reasons. One, Trump is also old, crumbly, and he's smelly. Two, <laughs> the vice president is ready, able, younger, and to the left of the administration anyway. His latest piece in The Nation. I recommend that and watching Lawrence O'Donnell's uh, uh, first half hour yesterday, really. Uh, bit, 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 bit. Uh, Pete in Wisconsin, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Pete. About every morning. Yeah, <laughs> uh, have you guys uh, seen uh, the story from Oklahoma where there was a trans student yeah. that was yes. beaten yeah. in the school? Non-binary student. Denied. Child. Yeah, non-binary. Yeah. Denied medical attention from the school, and only, I think it was the grandparent that had to take uh, the, the child to the hospital where the child later died. Now, again, you have to wait until everything is done, right. but it sure does look like yeah. the sustained injuries yeah, she, from said... In the bathroom at this, the, yeah. Now, it was awful. What oh, my God. Him. All right. So <clears throat> this is like, this is another warning sign and another chance for the uh, GOP to walk away from Christian nationalism. Yeah. They're not going to yes. do it. By the way, the judge but, that brought us the frozen embryo decision is a Christian nationalist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome he, to our brave yeah, new he world. the wrath of God in he his did. decision. Uh-huh. Carl Frisch, next. unwittingly, House Republicans have been acting as an agent or an asset of Russian intelligence for Vladimir Putin. Uh, This whole Burisma thing was debunked during the first impeachment investigation in 2019 by numerous, numerous witnesses, all of whom experts on Ukraine and Russia. And now this, uh, this 1023 materializes from a purported conversation in 2020 that is treated as gospel by the Republicans. Uh, and Ken Buck. Uh, yeah. Is that who you are? What you like to do? In this case, both. Uh, mm-hmm. He, Republican of Colorado, made a serious allegations mm-hmm. telling CNN James Comer and Jim Jordan were warned that the former FBI informant whose claims they publicly repeated could not be corroborated. Um, this was the exchange. Buck said, we were warned at the time that we received the document outlining this witness testimony. We were warned the credibility of the statement was not known. And yet people, my colleagues, went out and uh, talked to the public about how this was credible and it was damning. And it proved President Biden complicitly in receiving bribes. Uh, Caitlin Collins said, so James Comer and Jim Jordan, they knew this was not corroborated information, yet they still went public with it, talked about it on television, used it to fuel these uh investigations regardless uh and buck said that's what it appears Mm -hmm. um 
somebody's got a lot of explaining to do, I yep. think. You think? And, it, and it's not Joe Biden. No. Let's talk to our friend, shall we? Carl. <laughs> Carl Frisch. Let's talk to our fancy Fairfax County School Board friend, shall what? we? Carlfrisch.com. Hi. Hi, Carl Frisch. Hi. Good morning. And what the actual buck? Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Bam. And Carl, happy belated Frisch, birthday. Yeah, when Carl Frisch, when Carl Frisch drops the mic, it yeah. stays dropped. Yes. <laughs> happy birthday. It was it was Carl's yes, birthday yes, yesterday. Yesterday we missed it. <laughs> I just I wanted as as part of my birthday celebration, I wanted to make every sensor in the land go Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Chris didn't have to dive. Right. It was fine. <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> I mean, it is. We find ourselves in more and more extraordinary times every day, don't we? I mean, I that is the question now. Were they witting agents of Russian disinformation? Were they in on it? But it sure is seems question, like. I mean, at this point, I think what is abundantly clear is that regardless of the facts at hand, and this is how we know it, right? Like, so yes, this case we've we've now learned uh, yet again at its core was rotten. Um, but look at how they're handling Hunter Biden. Look at how they're handling every element of the attack on President Biden. It is all meant for politics. Mm. Otherwise, they would have already had testimony from Hunter Biden in public, right? Yeah. Um, and so um, each of these things is designed to harness the best way of damaging Joe Biden. Yeah. And that's why they want to do these things in secret so that they can leak snippets that sound damaging and then you know not caring that three months later the rest of the news is going to come out and it's going to appear to be entirely different than um than it you know than was originally described so this is just one more example of why comer and jim jordan can't be taken seriously about literally anything did you see this moment yesterday on cnn i mean they just double and triple and quadruple down uh here he is with manu uh, raju you said that 1023 is the most corroborating piece of information it you have. It corroborates, but it doesn't, it doesn't change those fundamental facts. So now. But it's not true. <laughs> it's not, not true. true. <laughs> it's, they said it was right. their main corroboration and main witness, and it just blew up. And they just are like, oh, well, that doesn't change anything. Yes, it does. It changes everything. Let's be clear it's not their main. It's their only. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, David tweeted, this is arguably the biggest, most important news of the past 18 hours. The FBI informant allegedly gave Kremlin and anti-Biden propaganda to top Republicans who built a fake impeachment case on it. It has Putin's fingerprints all over it. The New York Times published it on page A16. This is part of the problem, Carl, is that. Right. Uh, Lindy Lee also echoing that New York Times buried GOP using Russian propaganda to impeach Biden on page 16. Meanwhile, New York Times offers breathless coverage of Biden's age with four stories on its front page. It suggested Biden's age is even worse than Trump's threats against Europe. This is how our democracy dies. I, 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 what uh, indeed what the buck help us. Carl. <laughs> um, the buck has to stop somewhere. I mean, right. we're going to this metaphor a little further, but um, look, we can't let people not know about this. So go find that New York Times story and show them why it should have been on the front page. Everybody listening to the sound of my voice needs to get that New York Times story and share it on social media because what happens is the editors will see that that story had a lot of pickup far more deserving than the page it was given in print. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, ironically, disinformation, once again, is our biggest enemy. I happen to be listening to a caller to Randy Rhodes, and I know there is a section 
of this country we're never going to get back because they, they he just said Fonnie Willis is a racist she's going after Donald Trump and she's she doesn't prosecute black people ever like completely untrue and there's and i saw i saw on tape hunter biden having sex with a little girl what? and i saw the election being stolen and it's just you can't somehow you know talk these people out of the, this you know and this is exactly what putin knows right not worth the effort uh look look how far we've come since 2016 right in 2015 16 it was about the russians using the internet to uh you know take captive part of the american electorate with misinformation. Now they've taken captive Republicans in Congress in leadership in Congress to try and do the same thing against the the current president. So um, it you know it is only going to get worse from here. Um, and you know, rather than spending our time trying to convince Republicans who are captive to this narrative that they're wrong, there are plenty of people out there who don't know about any of this and are just waiting to be activated into becoming a voter. And we need to get those people out to vote. Yeah. I mean, it's chilling to watch this Fox News town hall. And when Trump <laughs> talked about not defending other NATO nations, the ch- the crowd cheered and hooted and hollered and just, woohoo! <laughs> it's just, you know, you wake up and think, I don't know what's happened to my country. We were just talking about this poor non-binary um, student who was beaten to death. You know, this, this frozen embryo decision. And, you know, I... <laughs> not jokingly, but said this, welcome to our brave new world. I mean, Brian tweets, they were never going to stop with Roe. They're coming for IVF. Mm -hmm. They're coming for birth control. They're plotting a nationwide ban. Um, You know, they're coming for gay marriage. I mean, Carl, this this is, I'm sure for you too, the most terrifying (laughs) time in our history. Um, It is shocking and frightening to see all of these different pieces of the fabric of our country being turned back um, and seeing so many people willing to roll over for it. You know, fortunately, there are a lot more people in this country who are willing to stand up and fight to make sure it doesn't happen. We've seen that in election after election, special elections especially. You know, those are a good indicator of how things are actually going versus the polling. Mm-hmm. And Democrats continue to roll up victories in these special elections uh, with Tom Swazi and others. Um, so that's encouraging. Um, but we can't and- allow any of this to put us back on our heels or to get us any of us to become ostriches putting our heads in the sand. And Carl, IVF is another subject on which the American people vastly agree with us. I mean, Mike Pence's Mike Pence and his wife used IVF. Nikki Haley had one of her children through IVF. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would love to see reporters begin asking people like the Pences and the Haley's um, if they think that they should go to jail for the embryos that they yeah. kept, the fertilized embryos that they killed after they moved on. Yeah, what uh, the Pences do with those embryos, right? Right. I mean... <laughs> It's just, you know, Mrs. Betty Bowers tweeted a picture of the egg section at the supermarket and said, just visiting an orphanage. Um, <laughs> it's funny, but not. <laughs> it's, yeah. I also, you know, Carl, I don't know how many more examples we need, you know, laboratories in the states and whatnot that, that Republicans just can't govern. Texas has spent over $148 million busing migrants to other parts of the country. Meanwhile, their electric grid doesn't work. Uh, Winnie tweets, the governor closed rural hospitals all over Texas. They have minimal social services, hard to obtain, hasn't repaired the electrical grid, with people dying winter and summer, yet he spends millions to ship people to other states instead of helping them. I mean, this is just uh, the starkest choice we've ever faced in November, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, And a lot is being driven out of Texas in terms of, you know, how the rest of the American right gets its marching orders for how to pursue policy. So... 
Um, it is a frightening time to be an American. It's a very frightening time to be a Texan. Yeah. I mean, seriously, someone sitting there freezing going, oh, my heat doesn't work, but woohoo, there's less brown people here. Woohoo. I mean, it's just... Horrifying. I, yeah. I mean, it really is. That's that's the All word. for a gimmick. Yep. Huh? Yep. All yeah. for a gimmick yep. and the ability to say, look how cruel I've been. Yeah, exactly. Once again, the, the cruelty, cruelty is cruel, the, the, point. the point. Thank you, Chris. Exactly. We collided getting to that. I hip checked you into I the board. I should have let you and do it I apologize. Your name is on the show. Yeah, it is the Stephanie. Uh, I know. Yeah, whatever. Ah, no. um, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Oh, Molly Young fast. There's another one. If Trump becomes president again, his people are going to use the Comstock Act to ban the mailing of yep. abortion pills. The architect of SB8 already told the New York Times that that was his plan. I mean, we were saying this judge in the embryo, embryo case is a Christo... Christo what do you call it? Christo nationalist. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, I, I, we just, we, you know, it really, the, uh, handmade jokes are officially banned from now on because they're not jokes anymore. No, it's, no, they're not. In fact, uh, you know, people might as, you know, if, if Trump wins, people might as well start investing in dry cleaning services because they're going to be busy with those red robes. Yeah. I, but I never want to see, quote, the wrath of God in any courtroom decision. Ever. My God, we've seen that meme about butter emails, mm-hmm. the, the women in the red <laughs> outfits, mm-hmm. and now it's like, but I just thought Biden was old. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you happened to hear our opening segment or watch uh, Lawrence O'Donnell last night, uh, Carl, but, you know, like you, Lawrence knows a lot about the actual, you know, tasks of governing and how, how it works, and he just was saying, basically, it is too late. Like, stop with this, like, fantasy football, like, oh, maybe Joe Biden should step down, maybe there's someone else, and he was saying no one can ever name, the only name that comes up would be, like, Gavin Newsom, and, you know, he, he was talking about the realities of what would happen in Chicago in August, right? He would, he would come out of there with zero money, right? And, you know, you don't know what you'd actually come out with because you right. don't know what what uh, what trading would happen to get delegate votes, etc. But, you know, what I do know is that regardless of what happens, um, people can be organizing right now to defeat Donald Trump in November, period, right? That means contacting their local Democratic parties and and becoming a volunteer for them so they can go door knocking and make phone calls and, you know, contributing directly to the party so that they can help with ground operations and, um, you know, attending sexy liberal. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. you. If you like your comedy, not of the both sides do it variety, but of the sexy liberal (laughs) variety. We are announcing a lot of things. A lot. Holy cow. (laughs) And speaking of which, may I just name drop, who have I been texting with, Jody? Mark Hamill. No, well, that too. You've been texting with everybody. Jamie Harrison. Oh. Who, <laughs> oh, you missed that. The day you were out, I was accused of being a DNC. Like, I got a lot of money that I'm all funded by the oh, DNC. Oh, yeah, she's funded by them. We're still waiting for that money, Carl. I don't, I don't, uh, we've never gotten a dime, so. Or Soros might be buying a media. That, that's what I texted. I'm like, I'm told that you give me a lot of money, might you? No, I'm just kidding. No, no I'm just asking what I can do for him. Yes. In the spirit of John F. Kennedy, I was asking what we might do. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Do something. Put your head down. Don't, you know, I... It is February. Yeah. You have, you know, eight months to make the difference. Yep. 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 Leave it all on the field. All right, Carl Frisch. And you know what? You run for school board like Carl Frisch did and won by 11 billion points, people. Mooksforcarl.com. We love you. Thanks. All right. Bye, Carl. Happy birthday. Happy Happy late birthday. (laughs) 46 minutes after the hour. uh, Dr. Doom, Malcolm Nance, and Dana Goldberg all coming up on The Stephanie Miller Show. Family. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
Stephanie Miller. Down. Down goes our democracy. Down. We're literally on our backs. We can do it. Get up. Everybody get up. Get up. Beehive. I speak for all of us when I say, there goes the narwhal. Dances were weird in the 80s. Yeah, right? Dances are still weird. I did that on my USC dorm for I don't know how many times. Rock Never lobster, got old. really? Yeah, yeah. Down. When you were a baby? Yes. Because you were a, a prodigy, weren't you? This was an you? oldie song by now. Oh, look, here's Dan Goldman now. <laughs> I would like to know whether or not Senator Grassley, who had a copy of this 1023 before the FBI ever gave it, or Chairman Comer, or Chairman Jordan, all of whom were singing the praises of this, uh, the information provided by this source, had any idea whether or not it was completely bogus and was in fact a plant by Russian intelligence, which has been trying to meddle somewhat successfully in our elections since 2016. Thank you. Thank you. Um, our friend uh, Tristan Snell echoed that. He said, Jim Jordan, Chuck Grassley, and James Comer were either duped by Smirnoff and the Kremlin, or they were in on it. Either way, the DOJ must subpoena every single communication Jordan, Grassley, and Comer had with or about Smirnoff and anything related immediately tonight. Yes. Uh, one more, Dan Goldman. And Chairman Jordan and Chairman Comer have said that this is the best evidence they have of misconduct by President Biden. In fact, it is no evidence. It is just simply evidence that the Republicans are willing to be used as assets of Russian intelligence, just like Donald Trump was in 2016 and throughout his presidency when he went to uh, a press conference in Helsinki and chose Vladimir Putin's word over his own intelligence community. Um, Black Knight with a good point. He said the biggest story in the world today should be that Bill Barr killed the investigation into Trump conspiring with Russia to win in 2016, then immediately began conspiring with a Russian asset to win in 2020, and Republicans picked up where he left off to rig the 2024 election. Yep. They're yep. the ones screaming rigged elections, yep. stolen elections, and it's right there in, in uh, plain sight. One more, Dan Goldman. This should put the nail in the coffin because not only is there no evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden, but it now appears as if the House Republican majority is being used by Russia to interfere in the 2024 election on behalf of Donald Trump. If they continue with this investigation, they are simply doing the work of Vladimir Putin to help Donald Trump Mm -hmm. win an election in November. That's where we are. California girl said, who else wants to see the entire unredacted Mueller report and believes we've been jerked around long enough by these anti-American Republican scoundrels who've wished only evil on us for purely unbridled power? Me. Uh, Me. Thank you. Okay. And a last one, Dan Goldman. Uh, This is the same person that we know that has... That was Garcia. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we're done with Goldman. Yeah, sorry. Are. I apologize. <laughs> like, that means like, it's time. Like uh, yeah, okay. It's time for Dave in Chicago, man. Hi, Dave. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Uh, buenos, buenos dias. Yeah. Um, Hola. This is your Mexican-American Tarumara Apache. Ah. And my dad passed away oh. uh, this Christmas. He was sorry. 97 years old. Wow. Uh, he was an 82nd Airborne Paratrooper veteran of World War II. And he was sharp as a tack till the day he died. He grew in love. He grew in patience. All my uncles have. Every older man in my family have been revered as all the older women have. Right. Because they grow in love and they grow in knowledge. They grow in wisdom. 
I have not seen any evidence of this in the Congress, who are younger people. Yeah. I see it all in Joe Biden. Mm. Thank and so you. Thank you. Love and experience is will will always win. And so please don't worry so much because there are many good older and younger people out here who listen to you, who are filled with love in their families and their country, and also you guys. Aw, thank you, honey. That's very sweet. I needed that today, Dave. Tacos and tequila at my house. Okay. You guys show up in Chicago, okay? Tequila. Oh, my God. I, you know, Pee Wee Herman has been to a part, was at a party in my house, Jody. And I did, I took his did white shoes. Did you make shoes. him do that? I took his white shoes. I made him dance on the bar. Did you really? And I'm going to Dave's house in Chicago. Maybe for the, you know, when we're there for DNC. I'm going to take my white shoes. Yeah. And Sexy Liberal. Sexy Liberal's on yeah. sale. Sexyliberal.com. It is. I will dance right with now. Dave to tequila in Pee Wee Herman's white shoes. I'd rather have the tacos. They're both good. Do, 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 do. Yeah, we were promised a taco truck on every corner, weren't we? we were. Joe Biden one? Yep. What's going on? What's up? I know, we're, we're missing out. <laughs> Bob uh, tweets, voters are very concerned about Biden's age. Must be considered from every conceivable angle. But voters are very concerned about reliving a four-year nightmare. It's rarely examined Thank at you. all. Thank you. Anita in San Antonio. Hello, Anita. Uh, this is kind of piggybacking on that idea because, you know, we know Joe Biden is old, but their ideas are old. Isolationism, trickle-down economics, abortion bans. They want to go back to the friggin' 1873 Comstock Act. Yeah. I mean, they're anti-immigrant. They have a speaker that wants to base law on a Bible written thousands of years ago. Yeah. I have a question for you. Who's, so, a, I mean, who's a good boy? About who's a good boy? Who's that behind you? <laughs> oh, that's... That's uh, Leah. Who? Lance? She's, she's Lance? not a good boy. She's a, she's a bad girl. Oh, <laughs> all right. Who's a bad girl? Who's a bad girl? Lance? Okay. You're what, a bad girl. What was her name? She's non-binary. Leah. Huh? Leia. Oh, Leia. Princess Leia. Princess. Oh. Yes. Leia's a bad girl. Or yeah, a senator or general. Like Okay. Senator General Leia. Yeah. All right. She sh- anyway. She shares your concern about the death of democracy. Thank you, Anita, okay. for your you and Leia. Dogs know. Yes. Thank you. I guess she's a who's a bad girl. I'm sorry, Leia. <laughs> All right. Dr. Irwin Redliner, or as we like to call him, Dr. Doom. Next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Uh, this is the same person that we know that has, on countless posts, has spread misinformation encourage parents to refuse routine vaccinations for their children, which you just heard, by the way, and even compared our pandemic efforts responses to the Holocaust. Thank you, Representative uh, Robert Garcia. And he he lost both of his parents to COVID. Yeah, so he He was talking about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. He went on to say that a member of this committee actually said the same person that is actually attacking vaccines said that vaccinated employees get a, vaccine logo, a vaccination logo 
just like the Nazis forced Jewish people to wear a gold star. I want to read that uh, again. Vaccinated employees get a vaccination logo just like the Nazis forced Jewish people to wear a gold star. That is the level of uh, insanity and attacks that we are having here as we actually debate the, li- the lives saved around vaccinations. Uh, yeah, and then I, this was my favorite. Marjorie Taylor Greene said there's something called turbo cancer yes. that's caused by what? vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Marks, can you clarify once again for the American people, do the COVID vaccines cause turbo cancers? I'm a hematologist, oncology that, oncologist that's board certified. I don't know what a turbo cancer is. It was a term that was used first in a paper uh, in mouse experiments describing an inflammatory response. There are, there, we have not detected any increase in cancers uh, with the COVID-19 vaccine. Dear God, okay. I thought maybe it was connected to windmills or something, but okay. One Can I just add something here? I do need to apologize to the thousand or so parents of children who are under four years of age who have died of COVID-19 who were unvaccinated um, because there were deaths and are continuing to be deaths in children. And that is the reason why they need to get vaccinated. Thank you. Okay. No, thank you. If only we had a renowned uh, pediatrician. Doctor, if I'm going to get bad news, I want it from him because he's very handsome. Dr. Irwin Redletter joins us now. MSNBC medical expert. Dr. Irwin Redletter. Here he became Dr. Doom. Dr. Irwin Redletter is the founding director of the National Center for Disaster Preparedness and senior research scholar. Dr. Doom, we are endlessly grateful that you come slumming on this show. My favorite is when you just said, what's that on your T-shirt? And I just said, oh, it's just um, a naked Trump dry-humping Putin. Why? (laughs) (laughs) He loves it. (laughs) Who loves it? Putin or Trump? Or I guess... They both do. Uh Yeah, Uh it doesn't matter. I mean, Doc, this is what... Doctors like you are confronted with it, just this ridiculous exchange we just had to pay uh, play for you. Um, I, I, this is another tweet. As an American in Australia, watching it happen was horrific. We went almost an entire year without a death while the U.S. was racking up 4,000 a day. Turns out life-saving measures work. I mean, you know, we've done studies that there's, what, up to 40,000 unnecessary deaths because of Trump's uh, response. And, and here we still are with this ridiculousness in Congress, right? Yeah, it's it's beyond frustrating. And we've talked about this before. It's not even a medical question. The the medical realities, the facts are clear as they possibly could be. What we have now is the injection. We're getting injections, okay, but it's injections of stupidity and ignorance into the political dialogue. That's what we're getting. And it is a sick, very difficult problem that I don't think doctors can solve because we've been breathlessly talking about why you need to get vaccinated for medical reasons and public health reasons and we're confronted by the most vile stupidity coming out of the mouths of people elected to represent us and that is that is like way beyond any course any doctor has ever taken in medical school so we're we're throwing hands up 
Yep. Uh, well, and Doc, what oh. the most dangerous thing is when it's in government, uh, this lunatic that Ron DeSantis put in charge in Florida, uh, Dr. Tran tweets, six students have measles in an outbreak at a Florida elementary school. How did Florida's health department respond? Their Surgeon General sent out a letter that supports parents sending unvaccinated children to school during the outbreak and doesn't recommend vaccination. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, well, what can you say? DeSantis has taken this to an extreme uh, and his uh, his constituents are are suffering and will be suffering. And and by the way, these kids are not uh, locked in place in Florida. They go elsewhere. Yeah. So the stupidity and ignorance and violation of basic common medical sense and judgment will affect people well outside of the state of Florida. So he's yeah. endangering children in a lot of places who haven't yet gotten vaccinated but plan to be but in the meantime will be vulnerable to the political extremism that is being promulgated by uh, by the governor of florida it's it's just mind-boggling just mind-boggling um, at least Doc, they could we... probably go to alabama that yeah. would probably be i'm sure be fine with a lot of people but it's terrible yep yeah um Doc, can we talk about the cdc recommendations because we've been talking about that a lot is yeah. you know i get it that <laughs> Everybody's exhausted. Everybody feels like we've lost the political fight over over COVID. But it, that just seems really medically unwise to me to, to let have people go back to work, you know, on such a short and after they've tested positive for COVID. What's your take on that? My take is that the CDC has to say exactly what the data is showing. And the data is showing that we are still being affected and people are dying and being hospitalized because of COVID. What it feels like with the CDC, and let's hope this is not true, uh, what it feels like is that they are yielding to pressure that is political in nature and not medical in nature, and making guidelines that may be more in tune with those political pressures than, than medical information. I'm just saying maybe. Yeah. But what, what I expect as a physician and especially as a pediatrician to get is statements by the CDC with the backup data. So can yeah. you show me a couple of big studies that confirm that it's now safe to go back to work in a shortened time frame? Yeah. Uh, what's what's supporting it? Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. That's what we deserve. As you said before we went on, you're not sure which stupidity to talk about first, but let's move on. Ah. <laughs> Ukraine. You said extraordinary, irresponsible, and dangerous to Ukraine, to democracy, and the U.S. for Congress to withhold support for Ukraine. Just a terrible combination of ignorance and extremist politics. Um, and obviously, you've been over there helping uh, kids. You said it's extraordinary to witness the courage and resilience of Ukrainian families. Children are dealing with escaping a violent Russian invasion, school disruption, loss everywhere, but they remain strong, determined, trying to live their lives as children, ever hopeful about the future. We will never stop supporting them. Um, it's just particularly, Doc, how you must feel in the light of Navalny's assassination. They're, they just kidnapped a ballerina from here in L.A. The, for, giving, for helping Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally yeah. yesterday said I'm f afraid for my friend Dr. Redletter and for Malcolm Nance and anyone else that tries to help Ukraine. I mean, Putin yeah. clearly yeah, is yeah. emboldened. Well, the, the whole thing, you know, it's like uh, I, I know a lot of Americans, you, you dread getting up in the morning and either checking online the news or in our case we still get newspapers delivered to our front door to, the, you, you open you look at the front page 
of any major newspaper that's objective and it's horrible story after horrible story and I think look this is wearing on people it is very difficult yeah. how much can you actually absorb in terms of this very disheartening news that really gets at your soul I must say I mean we're yeah. we're doing so much damage and promoting so much stupidity uh, inside and outside our borders by the way that it really is threatening the world order mm. It's making people worry yeah. about the, America's leadership, which I guess is sort of dissipated or dissipating right now because of what we're doing politically here. So this is a rough time, yet I am hopeful. You, Doom is hopeful because... Yeah. <laughs> um, you also, I haven't heard someone connect guns this way, and I thought it was so smart of you on Twitter. You said, guns galore to kill each other in America, but none to help Ukraine defend itself, democracy in Europe, and ultimately the U.S. from Putin, a dangerous, out-of-control tyrant. We have more guns than people in America, 20 million military-style weapons that can be converted to -to honest-to-God battle-ready machine guns by anyone with a $100 piece of plastic access to Google. Meanwhile, Ukrainian troops must severely ration every weapon, every bullet, every artillery shell to defend a way of life uh, that is exactly what we're supposed to cherish. It's hard to fully absorb how much ignorance, political paralysis, and damage to our standing in the world that Trump and the extreme right have brought to our country. Um, Do you have hope that any of this is going to move the needle and and get, uh, you know, aid to Ukraine? I, I, yes, I have hope. Why? Because uh, it's still pending, I guess. And and my job uh is to try to understand that uh, it's not entirely lost yet it's just that in this case with ukraine every day that they don't get what they need to fend off the russians is a day of more death destruction and loss of uh of ukraine territory to these russian invaders so it's not like the situation is static while we're waiting it's it's more and more destruction and grief in a country that doesn't deserve it and in fact, yeah. does this maximum support from us, which you're not getting. While we're but finding I, Republican members of Congress have been actively <laughs> working with the, with the Kremlin, basically, to, you know, put out disinformation about the, the president. I, it's just such an extraordinary time. Let, before we go, I know you wanted to touch on, you said, let's get this straight. Not caring for a frozen embryo called a human baby by the Alabama Supreme Court is a criminal offense, but a real-life kid whose family struggling with poverty so severe they can't afford rent and food, food gets disdained in the back of our hand. Do I have that right? There are no words to describe the depths of immorality and hypocrisy to which our country has sunk. Um this is the doomiest, I think, of all our doomy segments, yeah. I must say. But, yeah, the frozen embryo decision is, I well, I said chilling, and I didn't even mean that as a joke, but <laughs> such a, well, a fine yeah, line. Yeah. I, I forgive you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it's strange times. And I think the only solution is going to be in November, first Tuesday, uh, as we try to, you know, restate what the country believes in. Yeah. And the fact that we're not just a bunch of freaking morons. Uh, and But look, the the IQ test comes on that first yep. Tuesday in November. We'll yep. see what we get. Yeah, exactly. We'll All right. Get. Doc, we've uh, linked to your great work uh, UK, in uh, Ukraine for the kids over there. And we love you. I love you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for doing doing the backstroke through the doom. (laughs) I wish we lived in the day where you could challenge Stephanie Miller.
Stephanie Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouty McShoutface from Shouttown. Malcolm Nance coming up, bottom yes. of the hour. We were texting each other at 2 o'clock this morning. Was he in all caps? <laughs> Chris, who said, uh, by any measure, if we were serious about real gun control, we would never elect people who believe it's fine for everyone to own assault rifles. It's gun for teens, guns for teens in America, but not for Ukraine, where the fight is on to defend democracy. What is wrong with this picture? Who said that? King Ding Dong. No, Dr. No. Doom. Dr. Irwin Redliner, who we just had on, who made some fantastic points. All right, I will give you one chance to redeem yourself. One chance. <laughs> who said... Oh, impeachment, the impeachment investigation essentially ended yesterday in substance and form. It appears like the whole thing is false, fraudulent, and a product of Russian propaganda. Who said that? Toucan Sam. No, that would be uh, Representative Jamie Raskin, star of stage screen, and of course, D.C. sexy liberal. Mm-hmm. What but was it, the name of the owl that did the Tootsie Pop? Do we know his name? No, there was no name. Oh, he didn't okay. have it. A wise old owl. Yeah, okay. What they call him. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Asher Rangappa tweeted, for real, we can, re- can we recap? Sitting members of Congress initiated impeachment proceedings against a U.S. president based on information passed to them by an agent of Russian intelligence. Same members refused to pass aid to Ukraine. Same members defend Trump. I just, I can't figure out what's wrong with this picture. Hmm. Hmm. I'll ask Malcolm. Maybe he has thoughts. Okay. Uh, Karen in Chicago. Oh, it's late. She for made bo- it. It's late for Boo Boo time. Her cell phone was out, so oh. she made it. Oh, what's your cell phone out? Hello, Karen. Her cell phone's out. There's a nationwide outage. You I see. know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, she emailed me on the we're, Twitter saying that she's having. We're a tough okay time here in Los Angeles, in. but it's like a day cities. without sunshine. Yeah. A day without Boo Boo Foo on the radio show. Other, she's other gonna keep are trying. I'm sure. With AT and T, Verizon, and T Mobile. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Pam in New Hampshire. Let's see how it's working in New Hampshire. Hi, Pam. Hey, I didn't have it for about an hour and a half. Ooh, so okay. It, okay. I hope it stays. Um, listen, that David Vice guy or whatever, that special prosecutor. Yeah. He said there was no thing, to, no reason to charge Hunter. The Republicans in the House pestered the court. It said new information is coming forward, and that spy was going and meeting with these people as far as December. So was this the information they're waiting for? More fake stuff. He needs to be fired. Garland needs to be fired. Everybody needs to be fired, and Biden needs to start fresh. Everyone's afraid to take care of these traitors. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly what they are. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. And also, thank you. Oh, this just in. Judge has ordered my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell to, Lindell, to pay $5 million to the man who proved his 2020 election lies wrong. I know. He owes him he that money. He issued that $5 million challenge. Prove me wrong. And they did. And he did. So. And they did. Aww. And it went to arbitration, which was in the Which in the, in the, in the, the rules. Yes. Rules. Yes. Yeah. Now he might have to have a fundraiser. Well, you know where. He'll have to have a fundraiser. The Harmer. Robin in Minneapolis. Didn't know what time it was. The lights were low. Hello. Hi. I listened to Stephanie on my radio. I met Mr. Pillow. Some lady was calling in from Minnesota. Minnesota nice. It's very reasonable. Talking about how the pillow man is fortune made. He was a lonely guy. (laughs) With his sweaty tirade. Hey, hey. That wasn't no pillow. That was sweaty cosmic you are job. This is the best pillow for you. I ran into him at the Harmar Mall. There's a Harmar Mall <laughs> up in the sky. We'd 
We've got to visit Minneapolis, maybe for some reason, and then visit the Harmar. Now I feel bad that I did not join that radio telethon for my pillow guy that I was invited to. Oh, you should have done Oh, that. you should have. I forgot that you were invited to that. <laughs> Shay in Chicago. Hello, Shay. Hi. I love you guys. Um, you. Yesterday was hysterical, and I do. I laugh too much sometimes, even in fear. Oh. But uh, it was a good laugh. Comment, uh, the Daily Show had... Uh, they took. It, he was a very good-looking black journalist. He went and he had a photo of Trump's high top, and he asked. It was great. He asked all these black guys if they would buy it or wear it. And one, it, it was perfect. The first guy he asked, he he couldn't even spit out an a- answer. He started laughing. He just laughed. <laughs> oh, that's not. Fox News says that that's that's why the, they're gonna get. Yeah, the black people love sneakers. Yeah. That's why they're going to vote for Trump. Right. Do they realize how racist they are? No. Okay. Malcolm Nance next. Uh, First of all, it's very clear that Vice President Harris said off the bat, Russia is responsible for the death of Alexei Navalny. It was not, we're going to wait and see. It was not, we need to know more. So that was a very strong statement from the vice president. It was also notable to me because I've covered many Munich conferences, security conferences over the years. And usually the leaders, American leaders, are addressing Europeans, addressing allies. Uh, This had a domestic message, as Lawrence pointed out. And it was a very strong domestic message. And it talked about how Americans have a choice to make right now about whether to be global leaders. Hmm. I think our next guest might have some thoughts. We'll see. Hmm. Let's dance. Let's dance. Hmm. To the sound hmm. with Steffi. Let's dance. Put on your big boy pants. <laughs> I don't think one segment can contain him today. Nope. Good no. morning, Malcolm Nance. Hi. Uh, hello. I'll say hello. <laughs> I, I'm reserving good morning these days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For actual good mornings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I. where do we even start today? I, I, you know, we were talking because we're here in L.A. Uh, Russia has kidnapped uh, this ballerina, this dual uh, U.S. Russian citizen on treason charges, accusing her of collecting funds for Ukrainian organizations and openly opposing the Russian war in Ukraine. Um, you know, I fear for everybody like you and Dr. Redliner and anybody trying to help Ukraine. I mean, Putin is clearly emboldened. I guess that's what happens when you have a Republican frontrunner say, Russia, go do the, whatever the hell you want, right? Well, you're absolutely right. And as if to prove your point, uh, I'm happy to announce that, uh, or did I announce it last week? Well, I'm happy to announce again <laughs> that 
I have been listed by the Russian Foreign Ministry as an enemy of Moscow, and they have (laughs) issued a warrant for my arrest. Oh, wow. And I am on there with the super hot foreign minister of uh, Latvia and Estonia. Well, that's nice company. uh, So, not not bad, but I have been officially named, uh, so I will never be able to go to Russia and live in the glory that is shopping carts you can put 10 rubles in. <laughs> yeah, Tucker failed to mention they have to spend their entire paycheck. Yeah, every week. On food. Um, yeah. So, Malcolm, I don't, uh, I'm not even sure where to start. Uh, this, I don't know if you saw this. This was Fox News town hall audience cheers when Trump says he wouldn't defend besieged NATO allies that don't spend enough. Uh, I mean, I... We are just, I don't think there's a shouty level shouty enough (laughs) for where we find ourselves, is there? No, and I've just resigned myself to wallowing uh, in their treason and not getting as shouty as I usually have to because now I understand that this is built into, baked into the Trump Republican Party cake. They are assets of Moscow. To be a Trump Republican, you must hate America, be ready to betray America, be ready to spit on the, uh, you know, the lives, the the sacrifices U.S. soldiers have given since the beginning of this nation, and especially since we landed troops in Normandy in 1944 in order to free the world from totalitarian dictatorships. To be a Trump Republican, you must hate America so much you are willing to side with a communist, ex-KGB, ex-communist dictator because Donald Trump says you must do it. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I read Asha Rangappa's tweet for real. Can we recap? Sitting members of Congress initiated an impeachment proceedings against the president of the United States based on information passed to them by an agent of Russian intelligence. Some members refused to pass aid to Ukraine. The same members defend Trump. I mean, I... I don't know what else you call it, you know, <laughs> but a treason caucus, the uh, Putin wing of the GOP, as Liz Cheney calls it, right? Yeah, the Kremlin crew, as I, I called them yeah. in 2016. Uh, an entire group of Republicans that have beholden themselves to the promise of Russian oil money and Donald Trump's favor. And so by going along with Trump, and this is strictly strictly because Donald Trump says it's good, therefore his base believes him, therefore if he says set fire to the White House uh, or betray America in some other fashion, they will do it. This is beyond a cult. It's a cult of anti-Americanism. It's a cult of people who who now hate America as it stood for, but they have an entirely different mentality about what they think America should be. To them, Donald Trump is a, the greatest patriot that's ever lived above Lincoln and Washington and every other president. That is why the, the, the up is down, black is white world that they live in spells treason as an actual act of patriotism. Yeah. 
Malcolm, I want to get your take. You know, Dan Goldman, uh, we played some audio, and also Tristan Snell, a lot of legal experts. Uh, Tristan said Jim Jordan, Chuck Grassley, and James Comer were either duped by Smirnoff and the Kremlin or they were in on it. Either way, the DOJ must subpoena every single communication uh, Jordan, Grassley, and Comer had with, about Smirnoff or anything related immediately tonight. Um, Dan Goldman echoing that DOJ must investigate whether they knew they were the Smirnoff was spreading Russian disinformation. Um, because this is obviously an active measures, as you would say in one of your many books, for 2024, 20, for 2024, to get Donald Trump reinstalled. Yeah, and the media is actually using the wrong terminology for this, as they usually do, right? They want to mealy mouth this entire subject. I have been saying this since 2016, all right? And about uh, Jim Jordan, uh, Comer, all the rest who are still supporting, openly supporting this narrative. Are you a Russian spy? Remember how they said that about Eric Swalwell when Eric Swalwell, with no proof whatsoever, right? Some Chinese asset was trying to come after an influencer and he had worked with the FBI. These people didn't. They worked strictly with Moscow. Now they're aware of it and they are still pushing Moscow's line. Are you an actual asset? of Russian intelligence. And and Malcolm, this is another whole level beyond even your first book, Plot to Hack America, that, you know, they were saying, Putin's saying now, like, I don't even need to go through the FBI. I can go right to Congress. I can go right to Republicans in Congress to launder this disinformation. Right. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And, And, you know, actually in every one of the four books that I've written, I spelled out that they were, you know, that certainly in Plot to Destroy Democracy, Russia has been buying right-wing governments, right-wing political parties, right? Parties that love money, and they've used their illicit oligarch oil money to buy them outright. And that's what you're seeing here. Look, they bought Lindsey Graham, right, and Tim Scott and everybody else in order to shill for Donald Trump and do it happily with smiles on their face, betraying America straight up. And that's why we got to stop referring to them as Republicans. You got to start referring to them as either Moscow's party, like Moscow Mike Johnson, or you have to call them the traitors that they are. Moscow's, you know, the what do you say? Um, government of Putin. That's yeah. what GOP should stand for. And you have an alternative name for Tim Scott. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, are you talking about Lindsey Graham's wife? No. Uh, but- <laughs> Your last week, hashtag Butter Biscuit. Okay, let's... <laughs> oh, Butter Biscuit. Well, that, I give that to Frangela. They're going to espouse on that all Friday. All right, let me, I, let's go back to Plot to Hack America. This is why we love you, because you, of course, were the only one in this country telling us before the 2016 election what was going to happen. Uh, Black Knight says the biggest story in the world should be today should be that Bill Barr killed the investigation into Trump conspiring with Russia to win in 2016, then immediately began conspiring with a Russian asset to win in 2020, and Republicans picked up where he left off to rig the 2024 election. Um, yep. Someone else tweeted, who else wants to see the entire unredacted Mueller report? Believes we've been jerked around long enough by these anti-American Republican scoundrels. Um, what it, I, I don't even know. Just your thoughts on, on all of this. Well, they're right about the Mueller report. We have never seen uh, the unredacted Mueller report. Half these characters are probably in it. Yeah. And it's time, you know, Trump, you know, wisely went after the whole thing by with Bill Barr saying there was nothing to it. Russia, Russia, Russia. 
Now we should be saying that. We should seize that phrase. Russia, Russia, Russia. They show up everywhere in the Republican Party, right? They, they have people going over there. Tucker Carlson acting as their cheerleader for all of this. They're stopping all aid to Ukraine in order to work, in order to assist Russia on the battlefield, which means by extension, they're assisting Iran in yeah. on the battlefield. They're assisting Hamas. Russia is a malignant actor in this world, and we need to start calling the Republicans out as the people who are facilitating Moscow's goals, not America. Yeah. Well, uh, delays in deliveries from Western allies to Ukraine are opening a door for Russian battlefield advances, said uh, Zelensky, President Zelensky, making the fight very difficult along parts of the front line uh, where the Kremlin's forces captured a strategic city last week and ahead of the war's two-year anniversary. I mean, the good news is uh, Putin said he would take Ukraine in two weeks. Right. So here we are moving into year two. But what do you think um, in terms of the state of the war and whether there's hope for us uh, still to send aid? Well, there's I think there will be hope for us to send aid. And, uh, you know, the Democrats have made it clear that they have techniques to bring this uh, legislation to the floor. But look what the Republicans did. Look what Moscow Mike Johnson did. He called a two week recess. Yeah. Just got rid of Congress. So the Congress could do nothing. And now he's afraid of bringing it back, okay, because not only will they have to go back to, you know, uh, figuring out what he's doing, whether it's, you know, the Democrats can bring the legislation to the floor, uh, whether he's going to lose uh, votes there by people who are who are um, who were in Biden plus 10 districts who are terrified of the very thing or the, the one or two Republicans who still act on principle out there. Uh, you know, and they're still moving forward with the impeachment inquiry at the exact same time. We, These people don't care about governing. Yeah. And we should say that every time we open our mouth. Republicans can't govern. They work for Putin. That's why. Yeah. You, we always recommend your uh, Substack. We've linked to it. Yeah. But, you you know, as you, as you do, you connect everything around the world. Two weeks of geopolitical madness mm-hmm. is the world about to explode. Uh, You said it's Donald Trump induced chaos. We all know the story behind the fool who became king. What we did not understand at the time, and even now the news media are not only starting to grasp, is that the purpose of the fool is to bring bizarre, corrupt entertainment into the most serious of situations. And you said the opiate-like addiction the news media has to this man is an accurate description. And, you know, as literally, you know, we watch the world burn. I mean, you you talked about just the last 48 hours killing Navalny, you know, on and on. You said the reason you're feeling morose is because Trump-induced chaos in Europe is deeply tied to the crisis in the Middle East. For all of the ballyhooing that Trump supports the extremist policies of Netanyahu, his actions and words seem to fuel the dreams of Iran. The Iranian mullahs are politically savvy. They watch Trump and American politics carefully. And in many interests, uh, they time their malicious activities to have the most negative impacts on on the American electorate. Um, and uh, yeah, um, because ahead. Iran does things to damage Joe Biden. Iran watches Trump to see how they can do things to damage Joe Biden. Trump watches the world to see if he can damage Joe Biden. So we have Moscow, Iran, Hezbollah, the Yemenis, the Syrian uh, 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 militias, and Iraqi, Iranian-backed Iraqi militias all watching Trump's cues. And then when he says something insane, they glom off of that as well. The world watches what happens in the United States. And that's why you should sign up for Substack, 
go read that article yeah. uh, because you'll see that everything that's happened in the last two weeks is connected. There's almost a yeah. unified field theory, and that field theory is called Trump-induced chaos. Um, by the way, if you want to play compare and contrast, um, if you know your issue is Gaza, the headline is, I think we should kill them all. Rep- yeah. GOP Representative Andy Ogles on Palestinians in Gaza. Republican Representative Andy Ogles of, of Tennessee said we should kill them all after an activist uh, pressed him to respond to atrocities that the U.S.-backed uh, Israeli military is committing against Palestinians, including children. I've seen footage of, chil- of shredded children's bodies. The activist said, that's my taxpayer dollars that are going to bomb those kids. He said, you know what? So I think we should kill them all, if that makes you feel better. Hamas and the Palestinians have been attacking Israel for 20 years. It's time to pay the piper. Um, uh, I mean, wait, uh, another Republican a- has a bill to deport every single Palestinian in America. <laughs> back to to Palestine. Okay, wait, I have to interject something that's missing here. And and far be it for me to defend Republicans, but that's not what he said exactly. He said, I think we should kill them all. I'm talking about Hamas. Yeah. That's what the next part of that sentence was. Yeah. So that's missing from that report. But, you know, look, uh, the mindset of many Republicans is to let Bibi Netanyahu stay in power and do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, they would be have no problem expelling 2.2 million Gazans. They would have no problem giving all of the West Bank to Israel and then backing it up with U.S. military force. These people who are single issue voters who are saying they won't vote for Joe Biden. You don't know bad yet. Yeah. Okay. Malcolm. It can get yeah. a lot worse. We have a minute left. Um, I just wondered if you had any thoughts at all about Donald Trump comparing himself to Navalny and also <laughs> Julian Assange's wife saying he is just like uh, Navalny. <laughs> and <laughs> well, first off, I tweeted that I look forward to Julian Assange's arrival at the uh, U- U.S. federal courthouse in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. I will be down there with one of them big signs because look, Julian Assange released hundreds of thousands of top secret reports exposed dozens and dozens of agents uh innocent people who were working for the taliban saudis i don't care about him uh and he ain't navalny okay yeah he self-imposed an exile in the ecuadorian embassy for seven years under the stairs on his own no one put him in jail no one sent him there but then when he got held accountable for what he did do he's coming to the united states and, uh, you know, he's right up there with Snowden. He doesn't seem to have a lot of problems with what Moscow does. But yeah, Donald as, Trump and Navalny in the same sentence. Yeah. Jesus. As Carlos said, it's uh, weird. You know, he's only in the sense that I hope he goes to a Siberian prison. Hey, yes. You know, uh, was it Carlos yesterday saying, like, it's weird because they're saying, oh, they're prosecuting him for journalism. It's no. like, that's weird. He didn't have he didn't do any journalism about Donald Trump when there was a lot of <laughs> stuff. Oh my God. Only about Hillary. It's just Rat. weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In Plot to Hack America, I, I I spell out he was rabidly pro-Trump and rabidly anti-Hillary and everything that he yeah. could do to damage her. And, and he also, did. and you know, his wife's like, oh, he, I'd be scared for his life if he comes to the U.S. It's like, oh, I see in this scenario and in Trump's scenario, Joe Biden is Putin. Joe <laughs> Biden is the murderous dictator and they are the hero patriots. I'm like, OK, OK, I can't talk to Malcolm soon enough. <laughs> All right. Oh, that that's absolutely ludicrous. I mean, he's going to get he's he's getting fed three times a day. He's going to get turkey at Thanksgiving. I mean, you know, but U.S. prisons are federal penitentiaries 
are for criminals. So don't be criming. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That's Malcolm Lawrence's last word. Love don't you, Malcolm. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Bye. See you Thank next you. week. <laughs> All right. Dana Goldberg coming up. Stephanie Miller's show. Stephanie Miller. Nice girl, but about as sharp as a sack of wet mine. What? Could you be referring to the sexy liberal Save the World Tour? Stephanie Miller. Huh. I wonder when all the big announcements are happening for that. I know, but I'm not saying anything because I follow the rules. A week or two? <laughs> Sexyliberal.com. You can get tickets for the big Chicago show. Yep. That's the only one on sale, the big DNC show. And that one's going to be on the TV. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, by the way, uh, we linked to Malcolm Substack. You know, he does have a you know just a larger view of the geopolitical stuff going on. That I just thought he he writes interestingly. Trump has quietly pushed his America First policy to include isolating Israel. Mm-hmm. A broad swath of MAGA voters are openly anti-Semitic, and a major part of the evangelicals see Israel's future destruction as a sign of the return of Jesus and the end of times. So, passively allowing this hit against Israel and its war on Hamas does not hurt hurt him as much. As it hurts the rest of the world, yet somehow Trump keeps getting credit for Jared Kushner's Abraham Accords. Trump also likely knows that by denying Israel financial support, he would be assisting Moscow in repaying a debt to Iran. Iran controls Hamas in Gaza, Hezbollah in Lebanon, Iraqi military, uh, I can't pronounce that, something else, Hezbollah, and the Yemeni Houthi uh, terrorist group. Um, Iran Revolutionary Guard Corps officers funded, equipped, and advised Hamas on their attack on Israel. Um, it's all, what's the word we're looking for? Connected? Connected. Connected. And it's not reasonable. No. No. Just thought I would mention that. Um, yeah, I don't care what that Was Republican... she a real super lady? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's your friend in the woodchipper? Okay. I, uh, they, I bet they went to the Harmar. Harmar, yeah. <laughs> Marie in Atlanta. Hello, Marie. Good morning, and thanks for taking my call. Um, listening to Malcolm, I'm, I am more convinced than ever that there are some dots that are, at least they seem connectable. July of 2018, Trump has a private meeting with Putin in Helsinki. No notes, nobody knows what was said. December of 2019, Trump signs the National Defense Authorization Act that creates Space Force. Mm-hmm. Yep. June, excuse me, January 2021, Biden sworn in while POTUS absconds with national security. Oh, okay. oh, we have a lot more gold sneakers to drop, I oh, think. Oh, we do. In this whole treason trail. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. actions that we can take is in the United States House of Representatives and pass the supplemental to help Ukraine defeat Russia. Uh, that is the first thing that we can do. That is something that is urgent and needed right now. Uh, and I would think that the American people should rally and urge Speaker Johnson soon as we get back the next week to put the bill on the floor, the Senate bill that passed in a bipartisan way, and let's vote it out because it will show the unity of the United States and the rest of the of the democratic world against the actions of Vladimir Putin and what he has done to Mr. Navalny. 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. Representative Meeks. Oh, here's an updated uh, love letter from Kelly House. Uh, Steph, okay. Uh, skanky update. You have to admit Chris and Jody are skanky adjacent because you will always be skanky to me, Mama. Well, yeah. Well, All right. That's obvious. Well, that means uh, things will remain skanky and yet better. Raised by a wild because pack of everything's juice. Here's Dana Goldberg. Goldberg's here. Gold. Ha, ha, ha. For it, the top five funniest lesbians in America. Come stick with you, baby. For a thousand years. Nothing gets better when Dana's here. Dana's here. Oh, hi, Dana. Hi. Hi, Steffi. Oh, my goodness. Hi, love your T-shirt, Protect Trans Kids. We've been talking yeah. about this non-binary kid yeah. that was beaten to death, and it, it is just... Uh, I so, just want to say, if I may, I know yeah. a lot of people are trying to do the right thing and um, post about next, and I just, um, I say this lovingly, please use they, them pronouns yeah. for that yeah. child. That's how they identified. I know everyone's trying to do the yeah. right thing about posts, but some people are using she, her pronouns, and that's not how next identified. So the least we could do is in their death, honor them as how they wanted to be I when agree. they were alive. By the way, connecting all the stories, you tweeted, with everything we know about Putin, I still believe it's a miracle that Brittany Griner, a black <laughs> lesbian, made it home alive. So happy she did. 100%. Um, we just passed the one-year anniversary. I mean, if you really think about the potential of what could have happened, it is it is, it is a miracle that she's here. Thank God she is. And he's obviously, Putin's obviously emboldened with Navalny, and he's still holding the Wall Street Journal uh, reporter. And we were saying this L.A. woman that was just, you know, I mean, kidnapping is the word for it. She's going to be charged with treason, I fear, for her safety. And all she's doing, is, of course, is trying to help Ukraine, which, you know, yeah. I, our friends Dr. Redliner and Malcolm Nance have been over there doing. You know, you have to fear for everybody at this point. It's just, it's such a, Dana, I keep saying it, it's just such a terrifying time right now. It is, and I think it, this would be a great example of why no one should have presidential immunity ever. Yeah. Well, Ever. I mean, we were talking about the frozen, dictators. the frozen embryo thing, but talk about, you know, I can't. Uh, but talk about thing, slippery the slopes. They're coming for IVF. They're coming for yeah. gay marriage. They're coming. They're coming for all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Everyone that's like, oh, marriage is settled. Marriage is settled. No, mm-hmm. it's not. If you think about this, thank God it happened when we actually had. I don't even want to say the majority in the court because there was that swing vote that went 5-4 for marriage equality. If this had happened now, we would never have the right to vote because of Trump's because of the three Supreme Court justices that were purchased, bought and bought and sold in the Supreme Court right now. If marriage equality hadn't passed in 2015 when it did, it we don't I don't even know if we would have it right now. And so for people to think it's safe just because it's, you know, quote unquote the law of the land, it's, it's a right. Law. It's a right that yeah. the Supreme Court feels emboldened to take away. They can do it. Yeah. I am uh, you know, in some ways, uh, Dana aiding and abetting the uh, homophobic right because I um just my repellent personality prevents anyone <laughs> from wanting to marry me. <laughs> so mission accomplished. Um, Dana, you also, <laughs> I love this picture. Um, someone tweeted a picture uh, of two people kissing after getting married. To be happy, we must admit women and men aren't equal. And you said, throw back to that time Fox News accidentally posted a photo of a lesbian couple for a story about traditional gender roles, thinking it was a man and a woman. That is, that is to laugh. <laughs> It was so good. I mean, in a very attractive butch lesbian and her wife, but they had no idea until someone told them, and then they took down the photo. But Oops. it gave us that moment of joy until they figured out the mistake. Until Fox News, Homer Simpson backed into the bushes. Do oh, you? Oh, 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 okay. 
Oh, by the way, I've already uh, tweeted, <laughs> texted this to Frangela for tomorrow. Uh-oh. Uh, fo- this is an actual Chiron. Fox News, black voters will move to Trump because black people love sneakers. Okay. Uh, got some, someone had to write that. Oh, okay. the Daily Show did an incredible spoof, by the way. Yeah, on this I heard. whole thing talking to sneakerheads, and it's hysterical. Where do you, I, I fall on our friend Mary Trump's side on the Mary Trump John Stewart debate, however, and I we played some great sound from uh, Lawrence O'Donnell last night who took on John Stewart and uh, Ezra Klein, really, just with this whole, you know, first of all, he is just trying to say it is far too late for Joe Biden to drop out. Stop talking about it. Stop like, absolutely, you know, and, and again, he was saying the name that comes up the most is Gavin Newsom, which A, is hugely disrespectful to Kamala Harris, yep. I think, as much as I love Gavin Newsom, obviously. Of course it is. But you know, that he would leave the convention with zero dollars. Like this is the last thing we we want to do or need to do at this point is, no, you know, 100%. talk about, Nobody oh, we need a plan B. Huh? Go ahead. They need to start talking about everything he's accomplished. This has been a yeah. tremendous three years for that man and this administration. Yeah. They need to start focusing on that. Everyone else is going to focus on his age. Lauren, I'm a horrible human being. Bo Burt was talking about how he tripped a little bit up the flight of stairs to Air Force One. Who among us haven't tripped over nothing right. and looked back to see what we fell over and there was nothing there? Right. I broke my finger tripping, so <laughs> trust me. And, and given whatever, the nothing of really dirty look, like, oh, how dare you? What? Oh, my God. It's, Not to mention it's an entity. Savior didn't know how to function an umbrella. I mean, do we really <laughs> need to pull up all of these old clips? Let's do it. But anyway, listen to Lawrence O'Donnell. I thought this was so important. If you have a chance, go watch the first, like, he went 26 minutes, I think, without uh, guests or anything in the beginning of his show. All of the people who suggest that Biden should step aside because they want the Democrats to win are basing that strategy on the notion that Joe Biden is just too old. And the notion that Joe Biden is too old is based on a complete and utter misunderstanding of the work of the presidency. The job is to make decisions, not speeches. History writes about the decisions. That's what matters. Yeah. And he was because I, I, he was referring to Stewart saying like, oh, everyone that says he's so competent and good. Is there any film of that? And Lawrence O'Donnell saying, no, not if there's a, 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 a number of great presidents that I guess would never have survived a, you know, televised presidency. Right. Or, or that everything is is filmed. He's, he was just saying actual governing is not filmed. Right. But Absolutely. Biden, as you a said, is doing it. a fantastic job of that. And it's just we're playing this stupid optics game. Well, he seems old and I don't know. You know, and, and not understanding the mechanics of the disaster that would happen in Chicago in, in August. No, I, I, we're, we're all in agreement here. And I agree with you. The stuff that isn't being filmed, a lot of it is because there's probably also sensitive material that's being discussed in a lot of these yes. behind door meetings. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. He was saying that the actual governing, he said the only thing that's governed is the theatrics. And we've certainly seen that with Republicans. Republicans have gotten absolutely zero done. And they're yeah. they're going to move forward, I guess, with this impeachment, even after this, you know, uh, Russian spy, you know, informant has blown up in their faces. It's just that it's all th- it's all theater with them. If that's what you want, just a good TV show. I mean, that's the whole point of Donald Trump. We elected this reality show clown, you know, who yeah. obviously can't govern. Um by the way, yeah, you tweeted uh, uh, about Nikki Haley. Uh, hey, Miss Nikki, we aren't uh, and have never been a racist country. Haley, there are literal Nazi f- waving uh, Nazis waving swastika flags in Nashville. Would you like to comment? I mean, this is a phenomenon 
I've never seen in my life, Dana, is how often we turn on the TV and go, oh, where are those people that think it's okay to march through the streets with Nazi flags, right? I know. And of course, they all have masks on because God forbid someone actually show their face and they'd be proud of their their white supremacy. Yeah. Now they want to wear a mask. They wouldn't wear it during COVID. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All of that. I mean, I love that there was a guy just walking next to them being like, take off your mask, you coward. Like, let's see who you are. Yeah, these vigilantes out there with this. I mean, it's just it's sickening, but people really need to start calling a spade a spade. And you got people if if one more person says Nikki Haley is a moderate, I'm going to lose my yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. By the way, my she had one of her kids with IVF and she was asked about it. And she's like, well, I think every embryo is a, really. What did you do with the extra embryo? You know, the extra I would, frozen embryos. I sure hope someone does that research and we find out about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you said, uh, you tweeted, Nikki would pardon Donald Trump, just another reason to keep her out of the White House if that orange sexual predator uh, goes to prison. I mean, it, th- that is extraordinary that she seems to be warning of, you know, the dangers of Donald Trump quite eloquently sometimes. You Absolutely, know? and there's one thing I do agree with Nikki Haley. Yesterday she said if you know Donald Trump is the nominee, Joe Biden's going to be president of the United States again. She's absolutely right, and unless he goes to prison... Trump is going to be the nominee, and so that at least gives me hope that I do believe Joe Biden can beat him again and will be uh, the next president. He'll be, again, he'll be yeah. president for another four years. Yeah. yeah. She's just, I, do, I don't love that people are, you know, trying to uh, humanize her. And yes, she's a human, but, you know, whether it's Saturday Night Live or anything else, she said she would pardon Trump. She believes embryos are children. She's going to call for a national ban on abortion. This woman is not a moderate. Yeah. By the way, thank you for just going right to the point on Twitter. You said if Donald had just invested what his father left him, he would be a billionaire. In the past month, he's been ordered to pay in two separate cases, close to half a billion dollars, worst businessman ever, also a rapist. I feel like that really shouldn't be just an addendum. Right. (laughs) And yet it is. Yeah. Yeah. And when that's not the leading conversation, when somehow you have to like try and get these people to understand he's not a a bad, not a good businessman, as opposed to the fact that he is now a a, a liable sexual assaulter. I mean, come on. Yeah. Mitt Romney, listen, I don't love his little flip floppy like a Waffle House over the last his entire (laughs) career. But at least he said he wouldn't vote for him because sexual assault is the line that Mitt draws. I'm like, well, good. I'm glad you have a line somewhere. We finally pinned the Mitt Romney outrage meter. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I know, right? Something is past appalling. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I, Dana, I'm, I, you know, amen to everything you, you've been saying. It's just, I was talking, we were just talking off air about uh, this whole, you know, Russian spy story and all that stuff. We were like, what is going on with the media? What happened to the, you know, story about an unusually high number of our CIA, our agents and, you know, sources were killed or captured? You know that's because of stuff that Donald Trump shared with our enemies. Absolutely. And Comer it, and Jim Jordan, and just they like, both oh, well. need to be investigated. Yes. Sorry about that, yeah. Stephanie. No, they no. do. They need, to, they need to be questioned and subpoenaed. When did you know that this was false information? They knew what they were pushing. And now for them to be like, oh, well, he wasn't really that valuable. We weren't putting our case on him. B.S. You've been putting your case on him the entire time. Wait, give me, I'm sorry. Uh. Yeah, no, give me 12. This is Dan Goldman, just to your point, Dana, real quick. And Chairman Jordan and Chairman Comer have said that this is the best evidence they have of misconduct by President Biden. In fact, it is no evidence. It is just simply evidence that the Republicans are willing to be used as assets of Russian intelligence, just like Donald Trump was in 2016 and throughout his presidency when he went to uh, in a press conference in Helsinki no. and chose Vladimir Putin's word over his own intelligence community.
Yeah, um, this was this is the one I meant. It's just to your point about they need to be investigated. I would like to know whether or not yeah. Senator Grassley, who had a copy of this 1023 before the FBI ever gave it, or Chairman Comer or Chairman Jordan, all of whom were singing the praises of this, uh, the information provided by this source, had any idea whether or not it was completely bogus and was in fact a plant by Russian intelligence, which has been trying to meddle somewhat successfully in our elections since 2016. Yeah, mm-hmm. and ongoing into 2024. You're absolutely right, Dana. This need they need to be inv- what did they know and when did they know it? Exactly. And absolutely. did they do it wittingly? Mm-hmm. And there's sites now that are saying that the 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 meddling is is going to be stronger than ever in 2024. Yeah. It, this isn't the only guy out there that was pushing Russian disinformation. And everyone uh, everyone on the right side of Congress, and I mean no. Republican side of Congress, come on. All the stuff Lawrence was talking about last night. I swear, I have these like nightmare scenarios of like Chicago 1968, like violence, or you know, Palestine Israel protests. <laughs> We decide, oh, no, we got to, Biden has to step down. We need, we're going to have a contested convention. I'm just like, oh, no. Uh, right? And, and like, uh, on, on their side, they don't seem to care if Trump gets convicted of something. You know? They do not. And I, I do think, and I, I hate saying this, this is going to be one of the most chaotic elections of our lifetime. Yeah. It's probably the most important. It's going to be one of the most chaotic. We stay focused. We full steam ahead. We get as many people out there to vote as we possibly can. Yeah. And we make sure that we do what we've been doing. We've been doing it on the show, all yeah. the podcasts. We fight for democracy. That's all we can do at this point. Yep. 20 minutes after the hour, everything is better. It is. It really, you know what? It's, it's not always. false advertising. No. It's always better. better. She lives. She lives that jingle. Yep. Dana Goldberg's here. Stephanie Miller. She had a full set of curves and the kind of legs you'd like to suck on for a day. Yep. This was starting to get interesting. Stephanie Miller. Oh, Chris and Jody can confirm this has been kind of an epic week for burps. I oh my am God! A yes, lady. If nothing else, yeah. We need some Beano or Gasex or something. Hello, I news, literally news just sponsors. kept one to myself and I forgot <laughs> I'm on the show and I could have just let it rip. <laughs> yeah. Please, we welcome it. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm a lady, if nothing else. <laughs> uh, oh, Karen in Chicago's phone is working Yay. now. Hi, Karen. You're on with uh, Dana. Oh. Well, I'm having to call in using my son's phone, but um, I just want to say I really thank you so much for taking my call this morning. I really need you guys and Dana. Um, According to Human Rights Campaign, Dana, which I know you work with, um, uh, Next loved nature and watching the television show The Walking Dead. Next enjoyed drawing, reading, and playing Ark and Minecraft. Next also hit a cat. Zeus, whom they loved. Um, I don't know who needs to hear this, but anybody who's playing around with their vote 
and any of these Republicans that are out there that have a heart. We need to stop Donald Trump and the people like the libs of TikTok who targeted a teacher in the same county and got her fired because she was pro-LGBTQIA. This has to stop. Yeah, yeah. There was, uh, Karen, the the story, I'm so sorry, honey. I know you have a, a trans child. So, you know, it, it's going to be, this is going to be personal for all of yeah. us at some point. You know, just this cruelty. I was talking about Dana, the Republican woman that it targeted a, she was just a boyish looking girl and targeted her. But I mean, you know, it's adults bullying I, children, Karen. And you're absolutely right to, yeah. you know, uh, to be I, upset about I, it. You know. Can I just say thank you, Dana? I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank Carl. I love you guys so much for the work that you guys do to protect our children. I just cannot say it enough. And it's just it's just devastating. And just everything else. And I you know, I'm so furious. I'm so angry and I'm so angry. I'm sorry with the people who are willing to die on the hill. Everybody is upset about Gaza. Everybody everybody that knows what the situation is or has an idea what the situation knows who not Netanyahu are. We cannot throw our democracy out. We cannot take away our rights and leave innocent people, um, yeah. marginalized people. Yeah. Well, and that was that was my these monsters. That was my point, is that, you know, John Stewart, I think, is a good person. He's obviously wildly talented, Karen, but it's just, to me, that's like, check your privilege, you know? Yeah. Like, you're yeah. going to be okay. You know, 60-year-old, white, yep. straight men, millionaires are going to be okay, but, you know, uh, people like uh, next or not. So, thank you, honey. Group hug, okay? Yeah. Sorry we're hitting a hard I break. I love you guys. Love thank you, too. You. I love you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Dana, that was last week's story. Some adult targeted a kid they thought was trans who just was a boyish-looking girl. She had short hair. Yeah. And was an athlete. That was it. Know, I know we're that going up it. to a break, but when I was a freshman in high school, I, on a funny note, I looked a little like Ralph Macchio, but my hair was short, and a lot of people thought I was a boy. And if I had grown up in the time we are right now, I, I could have been next. Yeah. yeah. People I love could have been next, yeah. and I'm furious. More Dana Goldberg next. Vladimir Putin thought he was able to wipe out Ukraine and take it over in two weeks. We're now in two years. And we were moving in the right direction and continue to move in the right direction. But all we have to do is to give Ukraine the weapons that it needs to win. Thank you, Representative. Meeks. Dana Goldberg's here. Uh, I'm sorry. Now that you, I know it was a very touching story, but the fact that you told me you looked like uh, Ralph Macchio <laughs> when you were. It was like a mix between like if Ralph, Ralph Macchio and Manny from Modern Family had a baby, that's what I looked sure, like when I was sure. a freshman in high school. Oh, I know it's a serious step. My mind just happened to go to like, if you got a bikini wax, did you actually say wax on, wax off? Did they do it like a bonsai? Stephanie Miller, I was 14. She was 14, Ms. Miller. That's inappropriate, Stephanie knock it off a bonsai would be fun okay listen 
I also I looked like a boy. We both got mistaken for boys when we I were. I did, yeah. I was I was a little junior dyke, a little uh, tomboy. I never took off my Plaza Texaco uh, softball team shirt ever. And Don't so I remember hat. going to breakfast, and my the waiter's like, "It's just you and your two sons." And you were saying the same thing happened to you. you Look did. at you, girly, girly girl. I still I still get called sir from time to time, and all it is is people not paying attention. Last time there was a trip to the airport, the b- most bizarre thing happened within like three minutes. I had a massive suitcase because I was getting back from an international trip, and the guy that dropped me off was like, "Geez." Is this full of shoes? Like making some joke about being a woman and right. it, it, this must be full of shoes. And then I was like, what? And then I pulled the suitcase in and the guys, the guy checking me and was like, sir, how many bags do you have? I was like, what's <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> it's just people not paying attention yeah. or caring. And right. I've seen the back of your truck, the light leg were uh, weights. I'm going to guess they were weights or some sort of sporting goods. Yeah, that, that, that absolutely. I do have a lot of athletic equipment in my, in my vehicles. <laughs> All right, and you were on the road because you are a world-famous comedian, one of America's top five funniest lesbians, I'm true. told. That's, yes. Yeah, very true. That's going to the jingle. Um, can I just say, I, Fox News host Laura Ingram gushed over Trump's comedy skills on Wednesday oh, and God. asked him how he might showcase his <laughs> sense of humor during the... He's the least funny president we've ever had. He never stops scowling. He he has no sense of humor at all about himself or anything else, right? I mean, it's... If he's ever funny, it's an accident. It is yes. absolutely an accident. Oh, my God. He said, we have a country that's dying. We have a country that's a failing nation. I say to my speeches, it's a failing nation. We have a nation in decline. We're a nation in decline. I just don't think it's a subject we should be smiling about too much. Oh, and this is my favorite. He ends with, I don't really want to smile. I want to smile when we complete the task of making America great again. Okay. Also, ah, if you're so funny. Comedy, ah. If we're taking comedy opinions from Laura Ingram, something has gone <laughs> terribly wrong in the country. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, I—that's the thing that is most disturbing when they, he does those Fox News town halls or whatever. The things that people laugh at or mm-hmm. cheer at—you're just like, oh my God! They cheered yeah. about him not protecting other NATO countries. They're mm-hmm. like, woohoo! <laughs> oh my God, Dana. I don't okay. I know. I know. Listen, we have to remember though, if things are true that he has he's lost a tremendous amount of following since he ran in two thousand and <sighs> yeah. what the hell was the year. But yeah, obviously there's still not enough. That we, yeah. there's still so millions and millions of people that somehow think this human, and I use that term loosely, would be a, a good president yeah. of the United yeah. States again. They forget that Article Five has only been invoked once after nine eleven, when other countries came to our defense. I mean, it's just it's it's uh, okay. Yeah. One more, Gregory Meeks. So he showed even with the depletion that they're having now, you know, they're being outgunned because they don't have the ammunition, but still. They're taking out Russian tanks and Russian planes. And if we would give them and pass this uh, resolution, pass this supplemental, and give them what they need so that they can continue to take this fight to Vladimir Putin and the Russians, they will win. Yep. Uh, Devin, uh, Devin, in Oklahoma, you're on with Dana. Hi, it's Dave. Oh, Dave, um, sorry. Just... No, that's okay. And um, it's funny. Um, I was on the set of uh, a movie with uh, Ralph Macchio, and Dana. Oh. I don't think you look like him. You know. Oh, honey, if you saw the picture, anyway. you'd be like, "I take that." Fourteen-year-old Dana, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I looked like Meryl Osmond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but here in Oklahoma, uh, I encourage your listeners 
to go to the Oklahoma State website, which is oklahoma.gov, and look up the State Superintendent of Public Instruction, Ryan Walters, who is certifiably crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. He started this rhetoric for all the schools about getting away from diversity programs, not letting trans children go into the bathrooms of their choice, which I just want to remind people, when you go to concerts, they got those porta-potties, and both male and mm -hmm. women um, there you yeah. go. use them. There yeah. you go. All right. Um, I also want to make a point yeah. right here, if yes. I may. It, it, I know this is speculation. According to the rules of the school system, that child was in the right damn bathroom. Uh -huh. This was not the issue. That child wasn't breaking the laws, the, the rules of the school. It was three girls that did not like the way this child looked. And if there are any parents out there listening, I know there are people that troll this radio station because they like to call in and cause problems or just disagree. I want you to imagine if that was your child yeah. and you were at work and you didn't know this was happening to them. That's why I am furious. Yeah. Or if you have a sibling and their sister or their brother or their non-binary sibling was getting beaten to death or, or beaten to a place where it caused death the next day, put yourself in that position. That's why I'm so angry. This isn't about, it shouldn't even be about trans or non-binary issues. This is yeah. about three girls that thought it was okay to beat a child to close to the end of their life. Yeah. Who taught their, these girls that this was okay? Yeah. Who? It's the rhetoric. It's the libs of TikTok. It's, it's all of well, these we, people that the, are adding to this Dana, thing. That's why I'm furious. Any, we have lost empathy in this country. Yeah. If you're a parent and you don't understand that the pain of someone else's child was beaten to the point where they couldn't walk to the nurse's station, you are part of the problem. Yep. Yeah. If you are not speaking up, you are part of the problem. Dana, I mean, the front runner for the one party in America is the biggest bully we've ever seen mm -hmm. in our body politics. So wh why do you think people think it's okay? to be as, you know, sexist and racist and homophobic as they've always wanted to be, you know, because he, he says it like it is. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. He just, you know, says what I'm thinking or whatever, you know. I mean, yeah. that that's... I mean, if, it's just like if a, if, a if a parent had a child and somehow the school system decided that you're not allowed to wear black clothing to school. You're not allowed to wear black clothing to school. And then one of their kids wore black clothing to school. And so some other student decided it was okay to beat that child because they didn't like the way they were wearing black clothing. I know that people think I'm simplifying yeah. this, but it's not. These are trans or non-binary kids that are just changing the outside appearance so that they feel better in this world. Yep. That's all it is. Yeah. Kevin in DC, you're on with Dana. Hey, Kev. Good morning, everybody, and good morning, Dana. I always love to see you, of course, but uh, these circumstances sucks <laughs> with the occasion. But it's caused like uh, Karen, which make you know, I've talked about being inferior, which is why I'm inferior with the likes of uh, uh, John Stewart and Charlemagne the Goof and Ezra Klein and all these people because they know better. MAG is at least at the very low end, often too stupid or too... Uh, whatever to know, but they are smarter. They know what country we will become. We will become a country that, we, I know Karen's situation, and that's why she, she, she's so affected about it, although we all should. They know better than to limit it down to just, oh, it's just a joke, ha-ha, two old guys. 
it's so much more than that, and yet they they act this way. They make yeah. you more upset than your maggot. So I'm yeah. so uh, enraged by these people, and that they yeah. are pretending to not know what we're yeah what we're well, facing and what has to be done to counteract it. Yeah, I mean, I, this is why I was saying, Dan. I've been saying I'm really on Mary Trump's side on this, you know, and I like John Stewart. It's not absolutely. Me I too. just, but I, I think it leads to voter apathy. I think you know our, our democracy is in danger. I, I don't think she's engaging in hyperbole by saying, you know, you're an influential voice and this is important. You know. Yeah, I know comedians. You know, I'm one of them. We use comedy to get through hard times. I just, I believe you are right with that. And there's a platform right now. And I know John believes that Bill Biden would be a better president of the United States, hands down, than right. Donald Trump. And again, when you make light that they're they're both old, sure, they're both old. But let's talk about Joe's record. Like, really, yeah. let's start doing what we're supposed to be doing. I, I just, yeah. not all should be entertainment right now. I urge people again: watch Lawrence O'Donnell. If you go to YouTube, watch the first half hour of his show last night. It is really uh, incredible. Um, I just to make you happy, I want to talk about the Megan McC- McCain Carrie yes, Lake uh, girl fight. <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And listen, I'm not a big fan of Meghan McCain on some things. We yes. definitely degree, disagree on a lot of things. But to see her go after Carrie Lake like Fantastic. this on Twitter is kind of a beautiful thing. Well, but here we go again with Carrie Lake going, oh, this is comedy. Like Laura yeah. Ingram telling Donald Trump he's funny. Like a joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she's she's like, oh, no, they got to grow a thick skin and take no. a joke. Well, you know, oh, John McCain would have laughed about this. Well, no. Cindy McCain and Megan McCain are like, no, he wouldn't. You know, you call him a loser. You told McCain voters to get the hell out. Like, that. that's not funny. That That's the difference. It's not funny. That's <laughs> right when humor difference. tends to be mean and not funny. We also have to remember this is a woman that tried to subvert our democracy by lying about the gubernatorial race in her state, also the presidential yeah. race. Yeah. So let's not forget, just because she's a really crappy comedian, that she also tried to overthrow the government in some ways. Yeah. Let's come, let's like not get sidetracked by the fact that she thinks she's funny. And uh, granted, I love seeing Meghan McCain put her in her place, but Carrie Lake lied about the election. She should have actually been investigated for it. Yeah. Absolutely. I know I love, I, and I such a suck up. Hi, Megan. She tweeted as mothers, both with two kiddos. I'm sure we both agree that our children's future is too important to let it slip away over past grudges or hurt feelings. That's why I'm working hard to unite Republicans, independents, Democrats, all Americans. Please. She went on to talk about her father passing away from cancer and told Megan she'd love to grab a beer or coffee so she can pick her brain. And then she'd offered a God bless. Megan McCain responded, no peace, bitch. I mean, come on. I'm with Megan on, on that. <laughs> no, it's, I am I'm too. with her on that. She's going to make t-shirts. I think they should sell them in Arizona. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Gallego funny. should do that. Yeah. Yes, Ruben Gallego <laughs> should do that. All right, 45 minutes after the hour, back with the remaining moments with Dana Goldberg on the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Look what the homosexuals have done to me. Stephanie Miller. Thank you for that, Christopher. Yes. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Dana Goldberg's your DG comedy on all the uh, the socials and such. Including the All TikToks. the socials. Follow me on Instagram. Yes. There's actually nice pictures there instead of me just ranting on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, we've uh, we've been discussing uh, the good boyness, the relative good boyness of Clyde and the good girls. He's a good girl. 
I maintain that uh, Commander is a good boy. Oh, I agree with you. I don't know. I agree. They know better. Uh, Lindy Lee said Major Biden uh, bit Secret Service agents right before uh, we learned that they deleted all of their January 6th texts and that they were regularly in touch with Oath Keepers terrorists. Uh, Commander Biden uh, bit 24 Secret Service agents, too. Don't know about you, but I trust the dogs over I Trump's do, too. Uh, it was, it was, it was a good boy. It was, it he bit more than just Secret Service agents. It was White House staff. It was a whole bunch of other... Black Knight said, I'm willing to bet the commander only bet Secret Service agents who deleted their 1-6 text messages. Yep. Because he's a good boy. It was more than than Secret Service agents. I know. Okay. (laughs) You know, Jake Tapper, well, you know I had to rehome uh, Colonel Steve Austin. In his case, he was uh, very protective of me and dog aggressive and uh, seriously injured a dog in the neighborhood. Anyway, he's doing great. He's with Rachel and David up in Portland, a fantastic liberal couple. Yeah. Who I, if we ever have any reason, Chris, to go to Portland for some reason. What? Oh, my God. Hmm, I'm just saying. Why would we ever go to Portland? Anyway, Jay Tapper said, I've been in a similar situation. It's difficult, but the dog has to go. Thankfully, thankfully we were able to find a home for ours. It is seriously one of the most heartbreaking things I'd ever been through because I've never had to rehome a dog. They took Major back to Maryland, The neighbors called animal control, and I could have, you know, he could have been, you know. Put down, yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, and I did, you know, again, like hours, I, I'm just saying I'm empathetic because I did hours and hours of training day and like thousands of dollars of training and it just, he had an instinct that was so protective of, you know, of just me of that made him yeah. dog aggressive. Well, listen, yeah, I mean, we, we domesticated a wild animal. I mean, yeah. it's not, everything's not going to go perfectly with yeah. that. Yeah, which is, we're all just delving into our deepest pain this morning, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> this is just group therapy today. If you're listening to the Stephanie Miller Show, if you'd like to call in yes. for free and, cry. and cry, it's $200 an hour and cry with us. The number is. But Com- Commander was causing injuries that, that with a lot of loss of blood. So, yeah, that's. No, no I. And was listen. it when he was with the president only or on his own? Because to me, I think he was just yeah. protecting the president or. No, Mrs. I. Biden. Listen, Chris, you know, Colonel Steve Austin was the sweetest dog yes. in the world to people. Right. I had the opposite thing, but, you know, he attacked Jamie when mm-hmm. Jamie was alive, and then I tried to get a puppy to, for him. I remember and he, that I had to give the puppy back because, and then, and then he attacked a neighbor's dog unfortunately because you know a friend left the gate open and you know they call yeah, animal yeah. control and you know what i mean it's just it, it's and so no it's it's heartbreaking because it, they are yeah. you know and you can tell how much biden loves his, that they love their dogs you know so it, it's a that's a heartbreaking thing um by the way i was just reading more of malcolm nance's piece dana and he said you can see he ends you can see technically donald trump is central to the american wing of the new axis of autocrats trump putin and iran I just think we've never been confronted with a situation like we're going to be confronted with in in November of 2024. I um, absolutely agree. It'll be really inter- interesting to see now that Tis James is saying, "Look, you're giving the money. If not, we're going to seize your stuff. If there is a yeah. wire transfer from somewhere that we can't track." Yeah. By the way, uh, I want to get your take on Judge Cannon. So, uh, Judge Cannon rejected a request by Trump's legal team to file all of his pre-trial requests in one go, telling the former president to do each as an individual filing. Um, the motion from Trump's attorney was filed late Tuesday, noted the former president wanted to file at least 10 pre-trial motions. I mean, of course, it's always about delay. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know whether, you know, because a lot of experts are saying if she gets overruled again, there's a really strong case to have her removed. So, I'm wondering if she's going to stop short of, you know... Uh, of that because she doesn't want to be uh, overruled again. Uh, There's a possibility, but it just depends. We don't know what there's 
clearly something that either they have on the judge or she owes him a favor. So it will right. see, it would be interesting to see how far she goes with her own career and reputation to protect this felony. Well, this and ruling they're saying is, is a victory for Jack Smith, uh, who had objected to the way Trump's legal team wanted to make the filings on the basis they could load up motions with misleading defense theories that would potentially cause more delay um, if Cannon had to sift through all of them. So uh, some legal experts have suggested Smith now has cause to ask the 11th Circuit to remove her. So I don't, I, I'm kind of torn between wanting her to come again so she gets removed right, and we get I a know. real judge or whether she's going to skate the line enough to, to not, you know, be overruled and removed. What do you think? Oh, I would love for her to get overruled and get, get her out and get a real judge. That yeah. would be my choice. Um, the next next trial up uh, is election interference, not hush money. Right. Michael Cohen <laughs> is the Hard president. Keep it straight. <laughs> um, is a is the president's sworn enemy, and will stop at nothing to destroy him, according to one legal expert. Well, the other thing is he has the receipts. Yeah. I get it that a lot of people can go. Well, he's you know uh, lied, but you know I think it's very clear, and he brought all the receipts that he lied for Trump <laughs> to cover Absolutely. up Trump's crimes, and so. Um, yeah, Trump's folks said at this last trial that Cohen was their, was the star witness, said Lisa Rubin. That oversells Co- Cohen's importance in that case. There was so much documentary evidence, so the judge and Gorin at one point said the amount of evidence they had could fill this courtroom. Uh, and when think, he went to Congress, he brought all the receipts, right? Absolutely. Well, we have to remember that that's why the New York uh, case st- started in the first place, because so, Michael Cohen said something when he was testifying to Congress, as far as I remember. Yeah. And this, this ruling by Judge Engron is basically validating Cohen as being a truth speaker. And so it sort of sets precedent in this upcoming case that makes him a little more of a valid witness than it might have before if he yeah. had not, if this had not happened. Well, yeah, he said, remember, I've testified before seven congressional committees, Mueller, the Bob Mueller team, Manhattan District Attorney, Attorney General, been on the grand jury, on the trial for that case, and soon to be on the witness stand for the Manhattan DA case. I've continuously told the same story, and the story's a truthful story. All of my information is predicated both on documentary evidence and corroboration from others. Um, so, yeah, and also Judge Merchan, who's the judge in this case, or is reportedly more of a no-nonsense judge in the vein of Judge Lewis Kaplan, who presided over the E. Jean Carroll judgment. So, you know, and in a way, this is, especially all this Russia stuff coming to light, this is the original yeah. sin, 2016. This is part of the original election interference that got him accidentally installed, in my opinion, in 2016. Absolutely. I just, I, I'm so saddened and I think it's ridiculous that anyone that's got 91 felony counts against him has been found liable of sexual assault, is really tried to overthrow our democracy, can somehow even run, much less being taken seriously for president of the United States. Yeah. It just shows you where we're at as a country yeah. and it's sad. And, it's I love, sad. and a shout out to Tish James is like, I'm coming for all your that's right. mother coming for all if you want it done give it to a woman (laughs) there you go all right we need to end with a group hug today it's very emotional big hug everybody please protect trans kids speak up we're hugging karen in chicago and kevin in dc and of course dana goldberg we love you dana love you too see you all on the road all right